Welcome to the Daring Living Podcast, where we have honest conversations about personal growth, how to create success, and what it means to live a joyful and daring life. I'm your host, Certified Life Coach Shirley Huang. Hello, how are you? After last week's and after the past two weeks' episode on talking about scheduling and using your schedule to work for you, how to honor the natural rhythm of how you do things. It's very interesting because the past few days I've been just kind of like feeling in a creative rut lately. I don't feel specifically called to write anything, to create anything, to show up anyway online. And then last night and this morning, I had like so many amazing downloads and creative ideas just like late last night while I was in the shower at around 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock and also this morning. So like it really is like this. I realized that this really is a natural rhythm of how I do things. Like it may be possible that I might have a couple days of just like lower energy and then I will have one or two days of just like super energized and I'll be able to create ideas and content for the entire week. And this is just how it is, right? It will be very hard for you if you are trying to follow the rhythm of how the society wants you to do things a b c going by schedule daily that sometimes that's just not how creative uh, people function and that's just now not how ideas are created so today i just wanted to give yourself more grace give yourself more grace and practice really honoring your nature and honor how you do things and use that in your life use that in your daily schedule and that that energize you instead of beating yourself up when you can't follow what quote-unquote the schedule or quote-unquote what other people or what what you're supposed to do right there's no what you're supposed to do there's only just rules that you get to create for yourself in your own life the other thing i also want to mention is I just got a new uh, podcast cover. Yay! Do you guys enjoy it? Before in the past, it was definitely me uh, not showing my face. And now it's like my face is out there on the cover. The branding, the colors, all that has been different. And that's just been like, even though it's just a picture, but it has been a huge I guess like a huge shift for me in terms of how I run my business, how I think about myself. And I really want to show that in my podcast as well with this one cover. And I think that is a perfect segue into today's topic because we are really talking about embracing yourself and how to embrace even your flaws or what you consider are quote unquote flaws that you might have. So first of all, I just want to want you to think for yourself. What personal trait do you not like about yourself right now? Is it how you talk? Is it how you walk? Or maybe the fact that you get distracted easily or it's very hard for you to focus? Do you get emotional easily? Do you get sensitive? Do you talk too loud or are you too quiet? Are you not outgoing enough, right? All of these are considered your traits. And you can think about what trait is it? What is it about you that you do not like about yourself right now? 
And then I want you to ask yourself: Is this really a flaw? Is this trait really a flaw? Since when did you start considering that this is a flaw? Because sometimes, especially in the personal development world, sometimes we can get into this tendency where we want to change ourselves, change our habits, change a part of who we are almost, because we don't like this part of ourselves. So that's why we want to change it. And I want you to be careful whether you are where the, whether it's coming from. Like you are being. You are trying to change yourself from not accepting parts of who you are, or you're trying to change yourself so you can be more of who you are. So we'll talk a little bit more about that in details. But first of all, I want you to just think about that one trait that you don't like about yourself, and then I want you to really question that: Is it really a flaw? Why do you see it as a flaw? When did you pick it up? Because a lot of the times, these traits about us that we do not like, they can really the origin the origin of where they came from is really that there is some sort of trauma, or there is an experience that happened in the past. As a result of that, you started not liking this part of you, right? So it's. The work actually is actually not to change this part of who you are. It's actually to go back and really address it, to start a healing process, and to practice healing yourself and letting go of whatever it is that's holding you back, and really helping you embrace more of yourself and accept this part of you. And to put it more into context, I want to share with you a story about me. So, growing up. I am someone who tends to like my brain is very jumpy. I have a lot of ideas coming to me very easily. I get、uh, like creative often, and I jump around a lot, and I get very excited very easily. And sometimes I just like say out things with whatever is on my mind. I just say it out 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 loud. I just blur all the things that's on my mind. And over time, just like in my family, I've been told to. Almost like think before I talk, right? That's what the adults told me. Think before I talk, and the things that you say is so naive. You are that kind of person who is just like very imaginative and very out there, and it's not practical. It's not realistic. It's not ideal. You're just like you're like a very dreaming person, and you just say oh whatever is on your mind. Right. So then, growing up, I was taught this concept that oh, this is who I am. I am all cute, and people can can take me seriously because my words don't have that much meaning, that much depth to it. I'm just someone who is very out there, and people can relate to me, and people can take me seriously. And I realized that around when my family first immigrated to Canada from Taiwan. In school, when I first attended school, I didn't know any English at all. I didn't. I I think I only knew like the alphabet, and that was all. And then I was put into this environment where I didn't understand anything, and I didn't know what was going on. And in order to cope with that, my protective mechanism is to just like act cute, to be cute, to be nice to everyone, to be a people pleaser, to make everyone happy, to be kind, to be nice. Right, so then, that's kind of the 
image that I tied myself with, and that's how I presented myself in order so that people can like me, so that people people can be my friend. Like for so long, I I base who I am from my appearance, from how I look, from how I treat people, and that is all. And it's interesting because now that in, I'm in my adult years, I am working and I find myself wanting to act serious and wanting to act professional. And whenever people call me the word cute, I get triggered by it because it's almost like, oh, you're cute, right? Oh, that's cute. Almost like they're, they're not really taking me seriously and I'm just like this one dimensional person. And I'm being like stereotyped into my race. Oh, this is just who I am. And I'm almost like being one dimensional, uh, one dimensional, like this is just what I look like. This is just who I am. I'm just cute. I don't have any depth. I don't have any knowledge. I don't have any wisdom. Right. And as I'm saying this, like I'm very uncomfortable because like I'm sharing this part of myself with you and like this thing that I've always resisted for so long. The coaching that I've received recently from the programs that I am in is really acknowledging. It's like I realize that, oh, this is the part of me that I've been resisting and that I consider a flaw. So for so long, I tried to act professional. I tried to act serious. But really what I needed to do is to stop (laughs) being someone I'm not, but really embracing this cute excited part of me and loving that part of who I am because really like that is a part of who I am you have no idea how many times behind the scenes behind my business or just in my life when I'm myself I'm just like all happy giddy acting like a child being very playful having lots of fun but I'm not really letting that side of me show up when I'm interacting with others because I think oh I'm not supposed to do that, right? And so this is an example of me really seeing this part of me as a flaw and wanting to change it as opposed to really seeing, huh, actually, this is a trauma that I had in the past and I didn't like myself back then and uh, this is a part of me that I'm trying to resist and that is why I consider it a flaw, So the work for me is not really to change it. It's actually to embrace more of this part of me and um, like love myself, love the part of myself that is, that gets excited very easily. Love the part of myself that is uh, like playful and fun and just wants to take everything not seriously and just like have fun with everything in my business, in my life, right? So, I want you to think about it. Like, for you, which part of you are you trying to resist? Are you not embracing because you think there's something wrong with it? Because you think it's not, I don't know, it's not adult enough. It's not serious enough. It's not how you should present yourself in the world. But really, it is just you. It is just more of you, the more that you can embrace it. And I want you, I want you to ask yourself, how has this part of me actually helped me? How has this part of me actually been there for me all this time? When I think about my uh, like cute, lighthearted self, this part of me has been the part that has helped me create 
more friends. That has helped me connect with people more. That has helped me, uh, like persuade people, convince people to be on my side. When I am just letting them feel my energy and letting them feel my excitement and my mission, right? And for so long, I've been resisting this part with how I show up online. And looking back at it, like you might be listening to this, and you might be like, "Shirley, what the heck? <laughs> I want you. I want to feel your excitement. I want to feel your fun. I want to feel your aliveness, right?" But for so long, I'm like, "Nope. I'm a life coach. I need to be professional." I need to be calm, collected, confident, and show only that part of myself. And what's so interesting is, like, with this life journey, coaching journey, and with my own personal development journey, is just the more I am myself, the more successful I become in all areas of my life. And that is going to be the truth for you too. The more you can embrace all parts of you, the more you will feel. More like yourself, and the more you will become more successful and feel more alive in all areas of you, in your relationships, in your career, in your in your personal growth journey, all of it. The other flaw that I can think of that I used to not like a lot is my voice. I thought my voice was very slow. It's very soft. It's very calming. Right? It's it sounds. Cute, too cute. It's very lighthearted. People are not going to take me seriously. Like these are all the thoughts. It's kind of related to what I mentioned before, and I tried to think back to okay, since when did I pick it up? And I remembered I was recording my voice once, and a friend listened to it, and she sent me a message, and she was like, "Oh, is it possible for you to speed up the pace because you talk too slowly?" And it was too quiet. I can't. I couldn't really hear you. And so I think that was one of the moments when I realized where I when I started to doubt my voice, when I started to not like my voice. And I had to really do this work on myself. I'm like, I really want to share my message, especially now that I have a podcast. I really want to practice just owning my voice and not having a problem with how I sound. So what I did was I recorded my voice. I forced myself to listen to my own voice. In the beginning, the, I definitely, I definitely felt so yucky as I listened to it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is how I sound like, <laughs> right? But the more that I listen to it, the more I like, I'm like, oh wow, I actually have a lot to say, and I now feel so much more confident with my voice, and feel so much more confident with how I sound like. And also, like how I show up、uh, as myself in videos and just online, like all of it in general. So I'm sharing with you because I want to let you know that all of this is a process. I was definitely not like this in the beginning, but as I practice more, as I do more of this confidence work, more of this personal development work on myself, that's when I practice leaning more and more into myself and being okay with how I sound, how I present myself. So here's why I want to say: when you want to change some parts of you that you do not like, here's what I want to say: if you try to change yourself because you think that there's something wrong with you, because you are flawed somehow, there are flaws about you that you want to change, then let me tell you that process to to change is going to feel very bad. You're not going to have fun as you're trying to change yourself, 
right? Because along the way, you're like beating yourself up and not really liking this part of you. It's going to feel resistance. You're going to feel bad as you're doing it. It's going to feel miserable. Now, on the other hand, if you work on embracing all parts of you first, really loving all parts of you, the parts of you that is sensitive, the part of you that is getting gets distracted easily, the part of you that truly cannot follow your schedule because you are just an intuitive person, the part of you that is quiet, the part of you that is shy, the part of you that has lots of doubts. If you first work on embracing all part of you and let yourself be okay with that, like you truly do not have to change anything about you and you can still be as amazing. You can still go after your goals and create that life that you really want to have for yourself without changing yourself at all, right? And then when you get to this place where you are truly embracing all of you and then from this more powerful place, then you can choose what you want to work on so that you can become more of that future version of you that you really want to become. Do you see the difference there? One is you're trying to change yourself from lack, from thinking you're not good enough and you are flawed compared to changing yourself because you know that you're already amazing and you just want to be even better just because you want to and that you know you don't have to but you just want to because uh, you want to grow and you want to you want to grow more into this future version that you're becoming one is coming from a powerful place another one is coming from fear coming from lack and coming from feeling like you're not good enough so i want to leave you off with five questions for you to think about okay so I, I want you to think about that personal trait that you really don't like about yourself that you want to change. And before you get down to changing it, I just want you to ask yourself these five questions. Question number one, why do you not like it? What is it about this trait that you do not like? Question number two, when did you start believing that this is a flaw? Where did you pick it up? Did you pick it up from your parents? Did you pick it up from your teacher? Did you pick it up from the environment that you were in? Like who told you? Since when did you learn that this was a flaw? When did you start believing this? And all of it is really just all conditioning that you picked up, right? Okay, third question is, how could this trait actually be helping you? If so, how has it been helping you all this time? And question number four, do you actually want to change it? Or do you think that this is just something that you're supposed to do? Do you actually want to change the fact that your brain is scattered? Also, like, is it possible, right? Is it possible to change that your brain is scattered? Or do you just think that you're supposed to be quote-unquote more organized? You're supposed to be quote-unquote less distracted. You're supposed to be quote-unquote more able to stick with one thing for an hour or a day without changing your mind or without jumping around right we humans are so diverse but the society 
teaches us that there is one way to do things, and our family teaches us that there is one way to do things. Our family and our culture teaches us that there is one way to do things. And right now, you just get to honor all parts of you and decide to do things how you want to do them. Okay, so that was question number four. Do you really want to change it? Question number five again. Check in with yourself. Does it feel right if you change it? Does it truly feel right if you try to change this part of you, or is the work more about embracing and being okay with this part of you? And if you if you feel like it's a ladder, if you feel like okay, actually, I actually need to practice embracing more of myself, and you don't know how specifically to do that, then I would. Highly recommend you to set up a chat with me because a lot of this work is really diving in to knowing the how, really understanding yourself on a deeper level, and doing that internal work to to go through the shifts so that you can practice embracing more of you and being and allowing yourself to be more of who you are. Okay, so let me repeat these five questions again, and I would highly recommend you to write them down and try answering them for yourself in your journal or just speaking them out loud. Right? Question number one: This personal trait that you don't like about yourself, why do you not like it? Question two: Where do you start believing that this is a flaw? Where did you pick it up? Question three: How could this trait actually be helping you? Question four: Do you want to change it? Question five. Does it feel right if you change it? All right, lovely friend. I hope that this has been helpful. Don't be afraid to be more of who you are. I will talk to you next week. Bye. Hey, if you are enjoying what you learn in this episode and really want to take this work deeper, actually apply them at where you are right now and go to that next level in your life, then my one-on-one coaching program is for you. The link is in my show notes to book a call with me, or you can visit my page at daringliving.com/coaching for more information. Again, that is daringliving.com/coaching, and I look forward to talk to you soon. Bye.